I just don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, True Crimes and Storytimes. I'm Michelle. I'm Kirsten. And it's my last Storytime episode of... The month? Yep. The month. The month. Before we do a switcheroo. Switcheroony. So, this is it. Sounds good. I am going to be reading stories off the subreddit r short scary stories, I think it is. Hold on, sorry. Uh, Yeah short scary stories okay um i did get permission from all these people to read their stories so just so you know that good good and they're pretty good i would say these are some pretty good stories i really like them we'll see um let's just jump right in so the first the first first, (laughs) the first okay i can't talk today so bear with me it's okay the first story is titled Forbidden Ingredient, and it is by Papa Mishka 89 Okay. Side note, Logan used to have a dog, and her name was Mishka. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yes. Ready? Here we go. I'm ready. Thump, 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 thump. I bounced my stress ball against the wall of my cubicle. Thump, 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 thump. It was a desperate grab at sanity. Thump, thump. Angela raised her head over the cubicle wall, her eyes screaming curses. I could practically hear her hiss. Sorry, I muttered. I put my headset back on and subjected myself to another couple of hours of service calls, each one more mind-numbing than the last. Travis? I scrambled to close out of solitaire. Oh, yes, hello. I fussed at wrinkles in my slacks after seeing my manager looming at the entrance of my cubicle. It's time she whispered. Again? Already? Wow. I'd only just recovered from the last time. Maybe Angela could- Angela shook her head furiously, shooting daggers with her eyes. No, Travis. It's your turn. Come on. We all do our part here. I know, but- The hesitation was futile. I knew there was no delaying it. You see, at the beginning of every week, it needed to be fed. This allowed it to create product and product made people happy, which in turn made the company money. The upside was, you got a couple of days off after it fed. The downside was, you spent those days weak and feeble recovering. Tiffany led me out across the production floor. Employees on the packaging line hung their heads in sympathy as I passed. We arrived at the enormous holding tank against the south wall in Department 33. I could see it writhe around in anticipation its gelatinous body pressing against the plexiglass, rolls of fat covered in mucus pulsed in green and yellow hues. She led me to the chair at the front of the tank. I sat down as instructed and fought back the urge to flee as she fastened the iron clamps over my wrists and ankles. I could hear her slide open the 12 by 12 inch grate just behind my head. 
I shuddered as I felt a large proboscis probing the back of my head, searching for the perfect entry point. I squeezed my eyes shut tightly as I felt it stop, pausing over the base of my skull. Suddenly, there was a sharp pain, a pinch that made me cry out, but then nothing. I was numb. My vision swam. I could hear my manager saying everything was fine somewhere far, far away. Blackness. I came to as the factory safety team began to wheel me away on a cart. I could see it wriggling in the tank, secreting gallons of fluids that we would package and sell to the masses. The assembly line of empty aluminum Sprite cans were already set, ready to receive the liquid ingredients that it produced. Gross. <laughs> Honestly, That's I really gross. liked that story. I really liked it. Ready to receive the liquid ingredients that it produced. What, like poop? Sprite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> were you paying attention at all? Yes, I was. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't make the connection that... It was Sprite that they were putting into the Sprite kids. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Like I said when we were recording the last episode, I lack common sense sometimes. <laughs> That's gross. I'm never drinking Sprite again. I love Sprite I'm and I will continue to, to drink this it. Story. <laughs> it was really good. I really enjoyed that one, honestly. That one was good. Okay. The next one's called The Dead Kids Club by XX underscore chronic underscore XX. And... This one's a little bit triggery, I would say, so if you don't really, like, I'd just put, like, a little bit of a trigger warning for, like, graphic content kind of deal. Okay. So, um, I warned you, so let's go. Are you there, Milo? Billy asked the mirror hanging on his bedroom wall. The mirror began to distort, turning to a spiral of mist before morphing into the shape of a small boy without any arms or legs. His limbless body floated there which slowly gained more detail as it appeared more clearly, revealing deep gashes and cuts of all kinds across his face. Hello, Billy, Milo replied, after he had fully appeared behind Billy's reflection in the mirror. Billy couldn't hold back the tears when he saw Milo. They just flowed down his cheeks uncontrollably. I hate my life, Billy said, wiping snot from his nose. Milo's mangled face remained expressionless, as it always did. Don't cry, Billy. We are all here for you. Isn't that right, guys? Milo said, as two more children appeared beside him. Alice to his right and Dylan to his left, both also displaying the appearance of mutilation. Billy forced a smile on his face and wiped the tears from his eyes. Mum hates me. She said that I should have been aborted. Billy said, this time fighting back the tears. The mangled children in the mirror all conversed among each other in whispers before looking at Billy once more. You could always join the dead kids club, Alice said, as she pushed her left eye back into its socket. Yeah, you are always welcome here with us, Dylan said. Milo floated closer and gazed on Billy with bloodshot eyes, then spoke, but only if you want to. Billy wanted nothing more that to be with his friends, they were always there for him, and he truly felt like he could open, w be open with them, that he could release his sadness upon them without judgment. But the thought of dying scared him. Will it hurt? Billy asked. Milo was the first to reply. Yes, it will hurt, but only briefly. 
Alice and Dylan's ripped mouths widen into a blood-stained grin. The pain is worth it, they both said in unison. Billy thought about how he would do it. It all terrified him, but his mind reasoned that hanging would be the most painless. I can get some rope from my dad's shed, Billy said. The three dead children in the mirror nodded their heads in disapproval. No, we want you to be beautiful, like us. Let a knife be the brush to the canvas of your body and paint it red, Milo replied as the others nodded in agreement. Billy was hesitant at first, but eventually he made up his mind and proceeded downstairs to the kitchen and grabbed the largest knife he could find and went back upstairs to his room. The next day, his mother walked into his room and found Billy's mangled body laying in a pool of blood. She screamed, and Billy watched her through the mirror with a smile on his face as Milo, Alice, and Dylan stood by his side. Together forever in the Dead Kids Club. Dang. I like that one a lot, too. I like that one. It's sad, though. It is sad, but I just think the... The concept of it was yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. It was really well written, too. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, so this next story is off of the short, scary story subreddit, not AAITA. This is not a real AAITA. Okay. Just so everybody knows. Okay. And this also does have some graphic um, descriptions in this story, so if you don't like that, just skip on to the next one. Okay. So the story is titled, AITA for Confronting a Sassy, Rude Teenage Girl That Is My Neighbor. And this is by Haunting-Buyer853. Okay. And it is um, written like it's an AITA, so. Okay. Hey Reddit, first time posting, so sorry for any bad grammar. I, 34 male, have a neighbor, 16F, or female who really has been quite an annoyance ever since her school was shot up. Oof. Too soon. Too I didn't, soon. I didn't realize. I just... <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. It's okay. I know I shouldn't be rude to someone who has experienced a traumatic event, but you can hardly tell with her. You would expect someone who experienced a shooting to be afraid or traumatized, but she seems basically the same as before, if not worse. She has an attitude, makes disrespectful jokes, and is a protester who wants gun control. The third annoys annoys me the most. She spends all day protesting, and it's driving me crazy. The other reason is because she seems so ungrateful. She should be thankful for making it out alive, yet she wants the world to revolve around her like a brat. I just couldn't take any more of her shenanigans. Luckily, she posted where she would be protesting, so I knew where to find her. When I found her in the crowd, I waited until she came home. I wore a mask so no one would recognize me, and I stabbed the friends she was protesting with. I kidnapped the annoying girl and tied her up in the basement. I wore my mask and communicated using typed letters when I interacted with her so she wouldn't identify me. I told her about how sassy she was and told her to be grateful. I removed her skin around her cheekbones into a smile so she would know to smile in gratitude. I poked her stomach with a sharpened stick to simulate a bullet. I didn't poke too deep. I told her it could have been worse 
that I could have tortured her worse or killed her every day. About a month after I kidnapped her, I dumped her in the creek, in the nearby creek, with a typed letter telling her to be more grateful. Eventually, she returned home, and I noticed she seems kind of distant. I'm starting to feel guilty for what I've done, and the cops are starting to suspect me. So, Reddit, A-I-T-A? Yes. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, for real. Imagine someone actually r- writing that. Yeah, I know. Am I the asshole? When I actually messaged this person about this story, they were like, please make sure they know that it's not real. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be reading this if it was real. But um, sorry for the relevance of that story. I didn't even realize I have had this done for a couple weeks now. <laughs> so um, I did not timing. put that story in there. Yeah, because of the recent events in Texas. I, um, it was already in there, so. That's okay. The next story is titled Death Watches by Red Moon Observatory. And this person actually wrote their own book and asked if I would mention it. So, hell yeah, I'm going to mention it. Um, it's called Beneath the Asylum and it is available on Amazon and I will put the link in the description if you guys want to check it out. For sure. So, especially after reading their, um story and seeing how good they write you definitely should check it out Mm -hmm. i thought about reading it so nice let's jump into it okay the feeling of receiving an amazon package you didn't order must be similar to how a fish feels when looking at a worm on a hook you want it you know you'll take it but some deep down preservation instinct is telling you not to trust this nothing is free that instinct says there are only trades where you don't know the cost So when people started receiving the packages, they opened them, but when they posted online asking what the scam was. And also, what were they? Some kind of watch, obviously, sleek and stylish like an Apple product, but unbranded. Yet all they did was show a number that counted down once per second. Usually 10 digits, sometimes less, never more. Articles started to be written. More people were getting the watches and posting about them, and tech journalists passed off their best guesses as answers. It was something to do with credit card fraud, one might say, or something to do with fake online reviews. Obviously, the more outlandish rumors and conspiracies were false. People shifted from asking why to what and tried to figure out what the watches did. They wouldn't work on anyone under 18 and would show a different number when put on a different person. Put the watch back on the same person and it would show the same number, less the number of seconds it had counted down. Then a woman got a watch that had a five-digit number, 93,455 and counting. At one second per tick, the first watch to hit zero would run out in just over a day, and its owner was live-streaming the event. At 30 seconds to go, her ex broke into her apartment. At precisely zero, he shot her. Whoa. More articles were written, telling people the watches weren't what everyone now knew they were. Police took boxes off people's porches. Amazon ceased all deliveries. But still, the watches came. People with watches who were running out barricaded themselves inside their homes and had heart attacks in padded rooms. People with decades left to live jumped off bridges on livestream and became vegetables. 
What really cemented the hopelessness of changing fate, though, was the town where everyone's watch ran out at the same time. People with the same number moved there and started a cult. People who tried to leave disappeared. At zero seconds, they all drank the Kool-Aid. Free will theory went the way of the flat earth. Criminals were deemed not responsible for their actions and let go. People didn't bother with work. 18-year-olds given their first watch had smaller and smaller numbers as deaths of hopelessness increased. Why choose to do anything when fate is out of your hands? Human lives were, undeniably, as predictable as clockwork, and without hope, they were winding down. Whoa. I liked that one a lot. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was really good. All of these stories are really good. Yeah, they are all really good. That one was really good. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. That needs to be... That would be a cool concept for, like, a movie. Oh, for sure. If you're listening how does to the this, movie end? Does everyone just... Maybe it's based on one person. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Like you how, hear that, like, OP? Make, make this yeah, story into a movie. Reach Let's out see to it happen. Yes. We like, would love to see that. Base it around one person, and it shows them, like, as they receive their watch. Mm-hmm. And then show, like, everyone finding out and all these things happening. But this this one person, they're going to try and prevent it. Or it, it can be based more. off of, like, three or four different people. Like, switching back to the different storylines mm-hmm. and stuff. That would be cool, too. Or make it a TV show. That would be cool, too. Have a group of people. Any of the above, OP. Just make it Ideas, happen. Let's see it. You know, that's something I would like to watch. For real. So, the next and final story, we are making this kind of a short episode. The title is, Don't Forget to Wash Your Towel. That's scary. And the author is J. Group. Nice. I will say. And that's G-R-U-P-E, by the way. That's a J. But the next letter is a G. I was spelling group. Uh, Oh, 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 yeah. J-G-R-U-P-E. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I will say, um... I don't wash my towel every time I use it. Do you? No. I wash my towel like I wash it like I twice try. a week. I really want I really want to wash my towel like every 3 days. That's I think that's like acceptable. Twice a week, yeah. Pretty much. I feel like if you don't it gets like yeah. It also depends on like Also it, in, it how depends often on you shower. I shower every day. Right, yeah, me too. So it's like Yeah, twice a week. Once it starts to like have that wet smell, then I'm like time to wash it. Yeah. That's usually after, like, three days. Mm-hmm. Also, it depends on, like, how you hang it. Yeah. I hang my towel on a little hook. It's harder to dry that way. Mm-hmm. And it also depends on if you how many it, clean towels I have left. Yes. That, too. Because, <laughs> because I'm like, I don't have any towels, and I forgot to wash the towel, so I have to use it one more time. That's, like, a thing that I didn't expect when I became an adult and moved mm-hmm. out on my own, mm-hmm. is... How often you run out of towels? Well, you have more people. No, I'm talking than about I do. towels disappear. Oh, I've never had like, that Like, we happen. have, like, four towels total in our house. What has happened to your towels? I don't know. None of our towels have disappeared yet. I don't know. I've been here for seven months, and our towels have not disappeared. I so. don't know where they go. They just, like disappear like i have this beach towel that i literally had last week 
I have no idea where it's at. I was looking for it earlier. I have no idea where it's at. That's so funny. Yeah. So now we're down to like three towels. I understand like I a sock. No. You were using a beach towel after you shower. Well, it's like it's not a beach towel. Oh, it's my like smaller than a beach towel. Mm-hmm. My grandma has all like these towels that are like Disney towels mm-hmm. and all kinds of different towels. Mm-hmm. So when I was a little girl, like she would have me use those, and I still would use them if I went to her house to take a shower. Yeah, I love those towels. Mm-hmm. Anyway, does anybody remember? the disney princess washcloths that would come in like this little and circle you put them in water. and you put them in the water and then they like Expand? expanded yes, bro where them. are those i you need can still some. get them i want to get some i now. think you can get them they wouldn't match like the aesthetic though oh my gosh michelle all about aesthetic i'm like i have to have everything matching it bugs me all of her towels are gray uh i have two white towels thank oh, you oh my goodness all of her washcloths are also gray and white and striped honestly i would really love to get like some green like dark green towels to go with the shower curtain instead Mm -hmm. of gray because like (laughs) 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 sorry guys my cat is a hot mess right now anyways um she's trying to find her mate (laughs) i would love to get like dark green towels because my bathroom is like gray and gray and gray yeah so um it's also got some black in it but it's mostly gray and white so i would really like to get green towels to match like the shower curtain Mm -hmm. and our bath mats are black so anyways enough about myself let's let's read this story (laughs) anyways i don't know why we're going on this tangent right now but don't don't forget forget to wash wash your towel by j group (laughs) i never thought i needed to wash my bath towel After all, I dry myself off with that towel after showering every day. That towel should be getting cleaner whenever I use it. But it was starting to develop a bit of a funky smell. And once or twice, I thought I saw it move. Kirsten's face right now. What? (laughs) I never expected what happened this morning, though. My head was covered in shampoo and I was squinting my eyes closed so that they wouldn't sting if any soap dripped down into my vision. I live alone, so it was shocking to hear a voice from just a foot or two away. The tone was high-pitched and helpful-sounding. Hi, friend. How's it going? Oh my gosh! Surprised and terrified at the idea of someone else being in the shower with me, as anyone would, mm-hmm. I looked up but saw nobody there. Soap began to sting my eyes, and my vision clouded with bright red pain. Ow! I cried out. The sting was agonizing like acid. I'm gonna need to go back to children's baby shampoo, I thought to myself again. Ouch! That must burn! Looks like somebody needs a towel! The childish voice giggled. Who's there? I asked the empty shower. It's me, Mr. Towel. What the fuck? By this point, I had washed the soap out of my eyes and managed to blink them open to see my brown, unwashed towel was climbing down from the bar where it had been hanging. It seemed to be alive, and I felt momentarily nauseated. How is this happening? You're a towel. I had seen that episode of South Park, but thought such a thing happening in real life was impossible. I wondered briefly if someone had slipped psilocybin into my apple cinnamon oatmeal again again hold on yeah what do you mean again that happened the first time (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry. Here, let me help you, the towel said, leaping like a cat into the air. I recoiled in terror and almost slipped and cracked my head on the porcelain bathtub, but I regained my balance and felt a warm towel on my shoulders a second later. I stepped out onto the bath mat. See, isn't that good? All nice and dry, Mr. Tao said from around my shoulders. Now, what do you have planned for us today? How about taking me outside? Maybe to bed, bath, and beyond? Check out some hand towels? Huh? Maybe some washcloths? The towel was getting a little stiff. Maybe it was time for a new one. You know, Mr. Tao, it might be time to retire you from service. I don't think towels are supposed to be able to talk, or any of this. You don't mean that. I do. Mr. Tao tensed up, and I felt him to be, and I felt him begin to wrap around my neck like a boa constrictor. Before I realized what was happening, he had locked himself around my windpipe. The room grew darker as I tried to free myself, and slowly ran out of air. Blood sprayed as my head hit the floor tiles, and Mr. Tao drank it up greedily, satisfied, for now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I loved this story. Like, honestly, I read it and I was like, oh my god, I really hope they reply because this story is like... Oh my gosh. I thought, like, the scary was going to be that the towel came alive. Not that it fucking <laughs> murdered him. He <laughs> got murdered by a fucking towel. OP, are you okay? And who the fuck is dragging your cinnamon oatmeal? And why did it happen more than once? <laughs> Anyway, that was a good story. It was a good story. I really liked it. That was a good story. Um, watch out for your towels, apparently. Make sure you oh, wash Don't them. forget to wash your towel. Yeah, I'm going to go home and wash all my towels. <laughs> if you're washing your hair with shampoo and you hear somebody talking, you better hope it's not your damn towel. Hello, friend. What? Excuse me. What did you say? I think I know you're not no. talking to both. talking to me. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I don't know. If he says, I think it's time to go outside, okay, and then you grab the scissors on your way outside and you cut it up into little bits and pieces. Yeah, but what happens if you cut it up into bits and pieces and then each piece is alive on its own? Oh, God. And then they're like I don't know what I would do. And they're trying to collectively kill you all at once. Well, a little piece, a little one inch by one inch square but there's a bunch of me. But there's a bunch of them. Yeah, that's true. They're going to climb on top of each other and make a chain out of themselves. <laughs> Hold on to each other and then wrap themselves around Theories. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, if you haven't subscribed to our Patreon already, please go do that. Yes, the link will be in the description. Yes, it will. Um, don't forget about the book, Beneath the Asylum. Pretty mm -hmm. sure is what it was called. Mm -hmm. So go check that out for our friend. I think their name was Red Moon Observatory. Let me look. Yes, it was. Yep. So go check that out for... Check that out for our friend, Red Moon Observatory. The link will be in the show notes as well. Yes, it will. And we appreciate you listening. Don't forget to wash your towel. <laughs> um, Before we leave. Oh, oh yeah. We're no, not recording next week. No episodes next week. So don't come looking for episodes on Wednesday and Friday because there won't be any. We're going camping. We're going camping. We're I'm dragging Kirsten to the outdoors that she hates. I've never been camping camping before. She does not like the outdoors. I've been glamping. Let me tell you what. 
We don't glam, girl. We use a freaking tent. There was a lightning bug in our house last night, and mm-hmm. it was dark, and I couldn't tell that it was a lightning bug. Mm-hmm. And it was huge. Mm-hmm. And I screamed and ran. In my house, one single bug. Wish me luck, guys. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll be back the week after next week. Yep. With new episodes. Sure will. And we will see you guys next time. Don't forget to wash your towel.